We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Welcome into a Friday edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast, one that, you know, to be honest, uh, I get to talk to Kenny Mossman, so that's awesome, but one that we kind of hope that we wouldn't have to do, but Kenny, we end up having the game against West Virginia this weekend postponed. Can you kind of take us through the 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 why and the, and the what's next now with this game being postponed for Saturday? Sure. Uh, it's good to be with you, Chris. Um, well, this all started to uh, get a little more steam on Wednesday when uh, we knew that we had some positives, and then I guess one of the things that we should always include for context is is that the tracing is often the aspect of this that will take out the larger numbers. Uh, and then the other way it works is that uh, you look at position position groups, and if you get low in a position group, then then that's what can stop you. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you've got any sort of a widespread epidemic within your team. It can honestly just be a few people at one position that can that can uh, put you below the player availability line. But um, uh, Joe Castiglione and our medical staff did the heavy lifting on, on all of this, obviously, and worked feverishly on Wednesday morning. And then it became clear that we weren't going to be able to meet the standards. So we uh, notified the Big 12 Conference, which then uh, includes West Virginia as well, and, and, uh, and made the decision to not play the game this week and to uh, move it to uh, December 12th. And again, this is a situation to where there's a standard that the Big 12 had put in before the season and they have roster limitations. And this is just a situation. What Kenny, where we weren't able to meet those numbers. Right. Right. And, uh, and again, it can get, it's, it really gets down to position groups. It's really not the entire roster. It's just, you have a certain number of, of quarterbacks, wide receivers, defensive back, you know, all, all through your team. And so you really look at those position groups to make sure that you can adequately field uh, the players that you need for those positions. And we just weren't able to do that. So, uh, so we had to make the change, but interestingly, um, you know, I guess if there is an advantage to the slower 
travel practices of Americans right now, it, it is that you can you can move uh, travel around probably a bit more easily than you normally could at this time of year. And I, I wish it wasn't that way for the travel industry, but um, but it was it was not difficult for us to uh, to move the the planes uh, that the that we were taking. We had two planes that were going out, and then. Uh, uh, easy just to transfer the rooms to a different weekend. And then, of course, we use a lot of buses when we get there. Um, and uh, we were able to shift those as well. So literally, we just picked this whole thing up and moved it back two weeks. And uh, if anything like this can be seamless, uh, it was about as close to seamless as possible. You know, it, it's it's interesting because it's something that I felt like every week there was a rumor, there was a thought. But, Kenny, I think Joe C. said it best. It might have been right after the Missouri State game or right before the Kansas State game. With this virus, we have incredible protocols in place. Uh, mm-hmm. We have the best doctors and athletic trainers that are working on this, but it's like a ghost. You know, this thing can just pop up right. anywhere, and it, it does not have any care about who it infects or how it infects them. Right. No, it's very unpredictable. Um, and I think we really have, have celebrated that we've made it this far into the season without any interruption. And, and uh, uh, finally, it, it became our turn. But we're optimistic that it will be short term and that we'll be able to get back uh, to business soon. Um, the fortunate piece of, of the virus uh, for us has been that uh, young, strong athletes tend to uh, get through it pretty well, at least as near as we can tell in the short term. So um, that's that's been a positive, but uh, but hopefully these these steps that we've taken have prevented anything of a larger scale and will allow us to to get back to normal operations pretty quickly. Yeah, and and again at the core of all this, I think sometimes. I'm guilty of this. I'm sure a lot of people are too, Kenny. You get caught up in our sports mind. It's like, oh, no, what does this do for the season and what does it do mm-hmm. for this next game? But then you stop and you say, wait a minute, everyone's, you know, we're dealing with people that are sick. And so you want to make yeah. sure that everyone's healthy first and foremost and can fight through this. Yeah. The, the other sad piece of it has been that I've seen a few people make comments about this team doesn't want to play that team. So they're they're going to have higher COVID numbers. And um, it's just silly to suggest that that kind of manipulation is taking place. We're all trying to do the best we can to get as many games in as we can. And, uh, and that, of course, all of that, as you mentioned, is secondary to the fact that we're just trying to keep people healthy. And right. uh, um, so, um, so far, I think we've done very well. And, uh, and I don't necessarily see this as a huge setback. It's, it's obviously a bit of a minor setback. Um, but again, hopefully uh, it's short term and uh, all these folks can can get recovered and get ready to go again. And and, uh, and then we can resume. That, that'll be our plan. But but again, safety first. And, and we'll look to our medical staff to give us the appropriate direction. Yeah, hey, Kenny, two more quick ones and I'll let you get out of mm-hmm. here. Uh, first of all, whenever you hear about, hey, pausing all activities, that means no workouts. That means nothing. Everything goes uh, to Zoom and other meetings like virtual, right? Correct. And and what we will do during that time then is go through and fog the entire facility as we did before uh, they arrived. And we've done that at other times throughout the fall, but, uh, but we'll go back through um, in these few days that, that the building will not be inhabited and do a real good thorough cleaning, which does include a, a antibacterial fogging. And uh, um, so uh, hopefully uh, We'll, when we bring them back, they'll not hopefully they'll they'll definitely walk into a cleaner facility and one that's sterile and ready to go. And then finally, I mean, there's just there's really not much more to add. This is there hasn't been a college football team, and there's not going to be a college basketball, or maybe even as we get into baseball or softball, you keep your fingers crossed that hasn't been and won't be affected by COVID. Kenny, now it's just a matter of hoping everyone gets healthy and these numbers get better and we can play next week, right? 
Yeah, right. And, and uh, you know, for the athletes, they, they want to play. Um, I, I know that there are some who, who would question that decision, but they want to play. And there is a mental health aspect to this as well. And uh, um, we're taking all the steps we can take. And as, as I think college athletics has, has proven that um, we'll, we'll, we'll pause and we'll stop when we need to. And, uh, and we've, we've done that. You've seen that across the board. And I think this is going to be for the next month or two or maybe a little bit longer. Well, let's just celebrate what we do have and be excited about the games that we do get to play. And, and then uh, hopefully we'll turn the corner on this thing and, and uh, return to some normalcy. Kenny, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for taking time to explain it to Sooner Nation. We appreciate you, man. Okay, same to you, Chris. Thanks. So there he is. Kenny Mossman is uh, not only a pretty special dude, but obviously gave us a ton of information there as the Senior Associate AD for External Operations, taking us through kind of where we are and what's next for the Sooner Nation. I did want to wrap with a little talk with my man, Toby Rowland, the voice of the Sooners, and he goes from being one of the busier men in college athletics, T-Row, to kind of being able to chill a little bit. Take me through what Wednesday was like for you as the news started to break. Uh, well, I was getting ready. I was, I was back home after testing that morning negative, by the way, I was getting ready for the basketball game Wednesday night and got a text message that, um, I think the basketball text message was first someone out there saying, Hey, I heard the basketball game is off. And I said, that's news to me, but, uh, made some inquiries of my own and found out that was absolutely a possibility and then it became a reality quickly and around the same time got another text message we both did from somebody else saying hey i hear the football game might be in jeopardy and uh not long after that that happened too so went from a um, whole lot of things to uh, get prepared for to nothing to get prepared for very quickly <laughs> And um, I guess that's that. So, man, I mean, now women's basketball has shut down their trip to South Dakota, and we've obviously got uh, a problem in the athletic department, and hopefully we can uh, get the disinfectant in there and get everybody healthy and cleaned up and, and get back on the court in the field here pretty quick. I think right now there's, I mean, there's just really not much information, Toby, because it's all about got to get healthy and yep. make sure that everyone is in a, a a safe environment, right? I mean that that's where we are right now. We got to we we want to play two more games if it's just one then that's a different thing, but you know got to got to get everyone healthy first and foremost. There's really not much sure. more to it than that. Get get everybody healthy, do all the contact tracing that you got to do, isolate, quarantine, um and then put it all back together again. You know, that's this is not unlike what lots of programs around the country have been doing uh, this year. And so now it's Oklahoma's turn and and hopefully they can get back out there against Baylor next Saturday. And if not, then hopefully they can get out against West Virginia and Morgantown the week after that. So we'll see. We'll see. It's not ideal because they were playing great football. Right. And I know the basketball program's super bummed because they have worked so hard and jumped through all the hoops and done everything right to get to this point, and then on opening day they find out that they're going to have to pause for a while. So that's um, that stinks big time. I, I know they're very, very disappointed. 
So just just got to do what you got to do to get back on the court and hope that uh, you can put all this in the rear view. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting because from the football side of things, there was a part of me when those rumors started to, to surface, Tiro, that I just – I'm like, listen, we do this every week. I feel like every yeah. single week – That's true. There's been a time where someone will tweet or there'll be a text or something that says, oh, I, I, hear, I hear the numbers aren't good for this week. So there was a part of me that kind of – that, that, that kind of pushed it aside and thought, listen, we did this last week. We did it the week before. We've done it before every trip. But then, you know, when you start hearing from certain people that you know aren't just throwing it out there to see if it sticks, then you're like, oh, no, uh, maybe, maybe we are very much in peril. And it's going to be an interesting week, I think. It, it, it really is because, you know, you want to get that Baylor game in badly and you then want to be able to have a full schedule, go to West Virginia, play on what would that be, the 5th? And be ready for the Big Twelve, or excuse me, the twelfth, and be ready for the Big Twelve championship game. So, if you win both those games, I it's just you hate it because football has gone through the whole season of 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 following the protocols and fighting this. And there's almost a part of me that, you, as you hit, it's almost more of a gut punch for basketball because of everything they went through and how I guess the line they had walked, and then opening night. I mean, literally yeah. hours before the game, and there hadn't been much of a clue on that at all, right? No, yeah, no. Blindsided, and uh, boy, it makes for an interesting opener now if they are able to go ahead and play that game next Wednesday against Florida. Florida is in the same situation Oklahoma yeah. is. They've had to cancel their first couple of games, so that would be their season opener too. And uh, that's got to be the biggest season opening matchup they've had in a while. I have to go back and look. Maybe they've had one uh, somewhere recently. But how about right out of the gates, if the schedule stays like it is, they would go Florida – at TCU, at Xavier in their first three games. That's right into the fire. <laughs> no exhibitions, <laughs> no early season UTAs, no scrimmages, nothing. Wow. Florida, TCU, and one of those, I mean, the TCU game counts. That's a Big 12 game in your second game of the season on the road. And then uh, at Xavier in that uh, Big East challenge. So. Mm. Now I I don't know. Did you see Barry Trammell's article today? I, I have. I, I was just getting ready to read it during the break. Uh, that's encouraging, I think, for Oklahoma and something I was unaware of. That if they can't get one of these two games in, you know, the the rules kind of work to their favor there, where the head to head outweighs winning percentage if you are within a half game. So they could only lose one. They could only not play one game right they couldn't not play both these games but let's say they couldn't get the baylor game in but could still go play west virginia and they win they would still win the tiebreakers over osu and the other two lost teams so that's that's encouraging i didn't know that rule was in place but still got to get healthy fingers crossed hope you had a great thanksgiving i did i did i hope you guys it looked like you did i was jealous of your thanksgiving all the kids there happy how great was that it was a fun day i really really enjoyed awesome it. Man, i ate too much food so <laughs> me too i am miserable right now have a good weekend buddy see you buddy man i hope today's show has been educational and informational you know we keep uh, the sooner players and coaches and staff members that have been affected in our thoughts and hope that they're able to recover and then we'll wait and see what next week will look like but Obviously, some pretty reassuring news there from Kenny Moss when we think about the Big 12 threshold 
And it's not a, a team-wide thing. There are certain position groups there that have to reach a certain number. And unfortunately, the Sooners unable to meet that criteria. Hey, I want to remind everyone that this summer we spent a lot of time putting classic games on the Sooner Sports Podcast. So we might not have a game on Saturday, but if you start scrolling through the archives, you can find not only the OU Texas game from earlier this year, but some of the great games in the history of Oklahoma Sooner football. I'll roll through some of them on Twitter and Facebook over the weekend, but might give you some fun to uh, be able to kind of live through a Sooner football-free weekend and hopefully get you ready for OU and Baylor on December 5th. Everyone have a great holiday weekend, man. Stay safe. Thanks for downloading, and Boomer Sooner. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.